Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Triple Clowns. That's right. It's our weekly show. It's me, the OG Randall Johnson, alongside the beautiful Sarah Marie, Mrs. Big News, and Tom from Tom and Tom Racing. And we're going to bring you the horse racing from last weekend, do a little recap, do some news, and also we're going to bring you Social Dilemmas, where we talk about things in social media that we just scratch our heads about and kind of laugh about. And also a little thing about get to know the clowns. So we got a skit outside of horse racing, not a skit, something that we did. So anybody out there that wants to know a little bit more about us, stay tuned. But for now, let's get into the horse racing news. Go ahead, Sarah. All right, well, there's not a whole lot of news to talk about, but we have some unfortunate news we'll start off with is the passing of Midnight Bourbon. Um, unfortunately, we lost him last week due to a, a, an acute GI situation, is all that was really said. Um, he came back from his workout and then just progressively got worse being sick. Terribly sad. Yeah. Yeah. One, one of my, um, and you both of you guys know, and one of my favorite horses of this, of the past year and a half uh we always talk about him he's always been on my ticket uh one of the single most impressive i've saw him live at the haskell and one of the single most impressive specimens that i've seen up close and just uh he was a fighter he he, he always was in the mix of it and uh just just a shame you know what i think we should do i think there should be a date where we all have a midnight bourbon for don't you usually do that every midnight randy no, it's usually around um, 11 or like 2. Uh, midnight, I'm usually <laughs> sleeping. And then I wake up and I have another one. So, yeah, no, uh, no, Midnight Bourbon, that's, that's, it's really weird because I think Sarah told me, I mean, I didn't believe it. It's almost one of those like, you're saying the wrong horse. Yeah. And, of course, I made right away the joke of, did he die from seconditis? And, you know, I didn't know the horse really died when I said that, but, uh, yeah, it's, you, we don't know with these horses, yeah. you know, heart conditions, things like that. They don't get as humans don't either. You don't know. Mm-hmm. Scary. Sometimes, you yeah. know, and you run really hard and it's not like the horse can say, Hey, I'm a little chest pain, man. You know, uh, my left arm's numb. Uh, you, you know, things like that. They can't do that. No. And they do do their best. But another young horse gone. Uh, Way too soon. I mean, gosh, yeah. the, the freaking derby last year now. We, we This time last year, we were talking about two horses that are no longer with us. Yeah, it's not, not weird. That's, oh. oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and you wonder why they go to stud so early, right? And we talk about that. I mean, it only yeah. makes sense. Um, Midnight Bourbon was coming from Dubai? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, so questions are going to be opened up now, right? And I don't believe anybody has, and I want to open up this can of worms, but how their drug testing over there isn't the same as ours. Uh, like I said, I don't want to open up that can of worms. I'm not saying that happened, but you're going to hear it. I think, right? I'm surprised we haven't yet. Yeah. That's a good point. 
I mean, first thing you hear about country grammar is, oh, let's see how he comes back and tests. What is he as a test? <laughs> I mean, a horse dies and you don't say that. I mean, which which I hope that's not the case. But for everybody out there that yells about Bob Affert, and you probably don't realize that with Midnight Bourbon, shut up. You know, just shut up. If you're not saying it with Midnight Bourbon. And and you wonder. You wonder if it's going to be this overseas thing. Which I don't think it is. We need a spirit wasn't overseas. So many of them were yeah. overseas. But let's face, you know, facts that the big thing with going overseas is they don't have the same uh, thing as us. Rules. Yeah, different rules. They, and I don't even know if that's true. I don't even know if it's true, but you heard it. We all heard it, right? Country grammar. Oh, uh, dude, yeah. Bob yeah. comes back. He doesn't have his drug test. He doesn't have his drug test. Then you had a horse come back and die? So if those idiots are right, I guess it won't be idiots anymore. Well, they're still idiots um, that are crying about that. They still are. Yeah, but do they have something here? We'll see when it comes back. I hope it's not the case. I don't believe it's the case. I'm not going to be that person. But, yeah, interesting. Yeah. I'm going to go off script for a minute here. And just uh, we had another other uh, horse that passed away um, and was actually an answer in our triple clown square we just talked about him we just talked about him last week the day before he died oh yeah loser of over 100 races and but first in a lot of people's hearts everybody uh who have seen him and and were with him and i know huge on social media just everybody just just loved the guy was just a very very uh just lovable horse and um he, he passed a away. lovable loser yeah I mean, yeah and, and, and from all accounts he was just like a cool horse like just just would goof off with people and everything um man just just uh sad stuff yeah i know the lovable loser it's which is 31st birthday yeah, I mean, that's no, good, like a couple days, too. But yep. you know what? That's a good life for a horse, right? 30 years old, yeah. old for 100. That doesn't happen most of the time. No. Um, no. You know, I mean, listen, he's the AJ rider of horse racing minus the lovable part. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, no, in all seriousness, that sucks. Man, he had Man of War, Tom Fool, Northern Dancer in his pedigree. I mean, just, uh, and again, just a very... I think Buffalo. he embraced not winning. Because you think about it. After if he while, wins after like, like 40, you don't even know who he is. This horse might have been smarter than everybody. He, because he if he won like three races, races, right. Nobody knows who he is. Mm-hmm. He was like, you know what? I'm going to lose every race. And people are going to know me. I'm going to go have a cool, cool life. At um, He was at Old Friends, right? Was he at Old Friends? I believe so. Yeah, yeah, he was at Old Friends. Yeah, because yeah. I, I know... I'm going to uh, go to Cowboy Old Friends. Cabin never won a race. How many horses at Old Friends have never won a race? Are you kidding me? Most of I know. them... Like, I've only yeah. won grade ones. To get in the door there, yeah. you've got to win a grade yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, not, not my man. He was oh, like, you know what? gets in. Yeah. Cool horse. I never got to meet him. We talked about him right the day that before. Morning. Yeah, that Oddly morning we were talking wild. about him. And, and yeah. he was um, he was on our uh, he was on our our Hollywood Squares. Yeah, he was yeah. yeah our he Hollywood was. Squares. 
Yeah, yeah, we talked about him. Zippy Chippy, lovable loser, 0 for 100, got beat by a man one time, uh, minor league guy that wasn't even that fast. I think that was bullshit. I think he won. Um, we're going to give that to you, but rest in peace. Midnight Bourbon and Zippy Chippy, and I'm sure a lot of other ones out there. Yes. Um, and the last piece I wanted to bring up, uh, who's in and who's out of the Kentucky Derby as of right now? Morello is out and Classic Causeway is back in. Mm. Brian Lynch decided, well, I don't want to take this away from him. He he came back fine after his last race. He could probably put a line through it. He just wasn't a good race for him. And 100% why not? because Forbidden Kingdom's out. Because yep. that was the speed he would have to deal with. Yep. And, 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 and he went out before him. He said he wasn't going to go in it like the day before. Um, not a bad move. Speed wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, classic Causeway. Don't sleep on the horse now. Um, interesting. Yeah. So that is it. So Pioneer of Medina is now back to 21 and due time is now 22. Um, we'll see what other changes are happening throughout this week and next week. And, you know, he was working out classic causeway during the Derby workout hours at Churchill. So that was kind of the big red flag. And then they finally talked to him and he's like, well, why not? Why? why? I want to take this away from him. I like Pioneer of Medina as a, as, a, as a bomber, so I'm hoping he might sneak back in, but I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I don't know anything else. I probably should, but I don't. <laughs> On that note, let's go out and recap some races. We had a few graded stakes this weekend. Uh, we'll start off with Keeneland. For race eight, they had the grade three Ben Ali stakes where Scalding takes the win over Dynamic One and Proxy. Still four from the front, then Tartufo on the outside who's five from the lead. Scalding has taken the lead off the far turn. Scalding opens up, coming to the eighth pole by three lengths. It is Scalding by three and a half by four. Dynamic One is running late to challenge Warrant for second. Proxy joins that battle all behind. Scalding at the 16th pole. Dynamic One has not given up, but here comes the wire. Scalding chased by Dynamic One. Scalding and Javier Castellano. Made it look easy. Yeah, horse just jogging yeah. home. Looked like it was fun for that horse. Yeah, good for Scalding. Grade three. Yep. Nice. I know. Well, race nine, we had the grade two Elkhorn stakes where Channel Maker sets the stakes record. Mm. Um, followed by another mystery and Bemis Boy. Up on either side of two Emmys, who's now third. Bemis Boy has to swing to the outside fourth. Another mystery moves on the extreme outside from fifth. Bamba Breeze is running from sixth toward the inside. Channel Maker with the lead. Here comes Bamba Breeze up the rail. Here is Bemis Boy with another mystery, but they've all got to catch Channel Maker. And Channel Maker hangs tough. Channel Maker by two. The champ, Channel Maker, to win the Elkhorn for Luis Saez. I just like to say, jump right in on this one. I saw some people out on social media saying, "I don't like this horse. I don't bet chalk. I don't. Why? Why do you? Why are you even playing this horse?" Sometimes you watch greatness, and how, how can you not like this horse? I mean, you're, I not every horse is going to be fifty to one. Well, I, I, you know, this horse, Channel Maker, is like the Cal Ripken of horses at this point. 44 races, not that many wins. It's not like this horse is like crazy impressive, but you know what's impressive? Shows up. 
longevity all the time yeah, yeah. every time i mean this was the first win in the last let me see here three four five six seven eight since yeah like 20, i think 20. since maybe 20. yeah so since yeah. since the joe hirsch turf classic last time that horse ran one and not that it didn't run again you know it ran a bunch of other times and now i mean we're talking about a horse that has 44 starts 44. that is so old school i love yeah. it yeah so, how can you not like that horse right exactly so so how do you i mean 44 starts and the horse is only um well, not only. I guess the horse is eight years old, eight right? Years old, yeah. <laughs> so I was going to say only eight, but it's still pretty good nowadays. Do the math. Very good. That's not bad. Um, yeah. Cal yeah. Ripken, that's a great analogy, Randy. Yeah, I mean compiler. It's a compiler. I mean, there's some. That's okay. Not everybody's gonna be John Henry, but you could have rated our superstar channel maker. You know, I mean. Sure. That's, I've know. always enjoyed Channel Maker. Oh, just uh, yeah, he's just a good boy. He's, throwback. He, he, yeah, like Randy said, he shows up every time. Always solid. Always yep. solid. I mean, he won his first race at Woodbine. He's an Ontario bred Canadian horse. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Wow. Show how about that? Huh? Oh, good one. Good one. Drop some more Canadian references. All right. Let me get the mess here. Yep. Okay, then. Molson. Oh. <laughs> well, let's go to Oaklawn, where we had two graded stakes, but we will give you um, the third stakes as well, because those were the picks we gave out on our pick show. We'll start off with the uh, Apple Blossom. Chuska's back. Yes, she is. Alongside Latruska now. Latruska only a half length. Cece is second. Clarier is trying to run down two champions and she's got a chance to do it. Here's Clarier flying in the center. Latruska has put away Cece, but Clarier yeah, is on the move on the outside. Latruska reaches. Clarier is second and closing. Latruska, Clarier, Latruska says, No, you don't. I am still the champion. Latruska turned great. away Clarier. Yeah, Vic, God, Vic, is all, Vic. Vic is a great, Vic is the best. Um, <laughs> is. But I'll tell you what, how about that move going outside yeah. a little bit? I mean, we know how that rolls with that jockey, and that's a move yeah. right there. He's clear. It's legal. Um, mm -hmm. But he totally took took <laughs> CC back, who closed last time. So mm -hmm. um, you wonder, you wonder, but hey, don't put yourself in that spot. Yeah. Let's go back. Absolutely. That was exciting. That was an exciting race. Um, let's go to race eight. We had the Oakland Stakes, which uh, Homebrew took the win over Kuchar and Happy Boy Rocket. Kuchar and Happy Boy Rocket to the outside in Clancy's Pistol. He threatens to run a big one. Stellar Tap looked like he might have got hit in the head with the whip, and they come to the final yeah. furlong with Homebrew in front. It is Homebrew in front by a length and a half. Kuchar is battling back from the inside. Homeboy of uh, Clancy's Pistol to the outside. It is Homebrew and Kuchar 1-2. Homebrew, Kuchar, it is Homebrew to win. I love that Vic said homeboy. I know. That's pretty. <laughs> I, I cracked up. Well, you know Vic. Time. He's, you know, he, he's got some homeboys. So he, he, yeah. he was throwing it back a little bit. Right, right. <laughs> My Vic was actually in Kid and Play back in the day. Stellar uh, Tap. I thought that 
my horse got hit in the head. That's how bad I, I missed that race. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think you were hit in the head by betting that horse. Uh, no, I played the horse as well. So. <laughs> oh gosh, yes. Well, let's go to the dropped final on stage. the head, Randy. I told you that before. Dropped on the head. <laughs> dropped. Big difference. From really high. <laughs> really, really. High. Yep. Explains everything. Um, well, let's go to the last stakes race of the um, Saturday of the weekend. We had race 11, the grade one Oaklawn handicap. Our last samurai comes in to take the win over Fearless and Plainsman. His resurgence. Superstock is running up three deep. And Bo Luminaire is just in behind them. Rated R Superstar also in with a chance. Idol is gone. At the rail, Last Samurai to the outside end, Fearless. Superstock is between horses, Plainsman, and Last Samurai has taken the lead. He's a length and a half in front of Plainsman. Fearless and Superstock. Look at Last Samurai sprint clear in the Oakland handicap. Last Samurai is first. You get it last, yeah. and he said it's first. You got it? Yeah, it's good. That was good. Uh, last Samurai, another it's horse is just straight solid. Um, horse that's been around for a while. I believe, I have to look at it, but I believe this horse yeah. has just mm -hmm. made that trek down there the whole time. Um, same thing. A horse that just pops up once in a while on the wind. His last samurai. Yeah. Um, Both you and AJ had that horse. Yeah. I like the horse. Mm -hmm. I like the horse. Well, he's going to give you good effort. That's the thing. Everybody's, uh, you know, bitching about Keeneland. But honestly, you know, it's a lot of times these horses are, are you know, horses that can win. But stop. Everybody wants to chalk all I the like time. that horse. Kind of like uh, reminds me of the Triple Clowns. That horse gives you the gives you the good effort. Always going to show up. <laughs> always be here. Yeah, we're always going to show up. I don't know about the effort part, but we'll show up. <laughs> Big question right there. Yeah, I don't get scratched much. I scratch it myself. Oh boy. It. Well, that's our news. That's our race recap. Let's go on to. All right. Hot jockey of the week. Yeah. Let's yeah, my it. favorite. Sponsored by fantac.com. Go to www.fan-tac.com. I can't even keep up with Cameron and his team, all the jockeys that they have with all the awesome gear. Um, you know what the coolest gear, though, is? Look at this. Triple Clown's got some gear yeah. on Fantac. So they're very nice enough to sponsor this segment of the show. And Man, jockey is such a tough, toughest job in sports, as we said before. Uh, I'll say it again. Only sport where an ambulance chases around the track. A lot of, lot of mind games go into being a jockey. A lot of traveling goes into being a jockey. They could be in California one day, Delaware the next, Florida the next. Uh, so that, that plays a toll. Uh, our jockey of the week this week, hot jockey of the week this week, had two races. He won both. That's pretty damn good. I my our hot jockey of the week this week is none other than a friend of the show, friend of mine, Mr. Angel Suarez. He's two for two this week, uh, including a stakes race at Laurel. And you, you know what's cool about it? Both of the wins are both on turf, and one was a route, and one was one was at a mile. Uh, and he won both from coming off the pace. Uh, one the the one where he won on the third race, he won at thirteen to one. 
Uh, and then the stakes race that he came back, uh, he went off at uh, five to one, the miler. Uh, Angel was running down in Louisiana all, all winter. Uh, now at Laurel, we'll see him up at Delaware in about a month. Uh, and how, how often do you go perfect for a week? So with that, Mr. Angel, my man, your hot jockey of the week. All right. Yeah, Congratulations, awesome. Angel. Hot jockey of the week. Nice job. Um, sponsored by Fantag. That's fan-tech.com. Um, I'm not as old as Tom, so I don't have to put the www in front of it. Well, that's everybody how knows Tom it. that it's www dot. Okay. Um, well, that, that's yeah. how they put it in the Google machine, right? <laughs> yes, yes, Tom. Yes. See, yeah. this is what we have to deal with. Well, but big congratulations. That's awesome. I know Tom's looking forward to you coming back to Delaware. All right. So, so what are we going to next? So we do um social. getting to know the clowns and showing a little bit of something on a social dilemma social media why don't we do that one first yeah because we have a scary one last and we don't want to leave people so social dilemma which we saw out there with a gentleman that was on our show before friend of the show yes friend of the show and you know, these are things that we're just going to put out that we think are just funny yeah. or crazy or something. Mind-boggling. This is one is funny. And Sarah, do you want to tell us um, what happened here? Well, a friend of the show gets blocked by Hellman's Mayo. That's impressive. That's it- awesome. Thomas he puts Kearney. Thomas Kearney was blocked by Hellman's Mayonnaise. This is right, everybody. And if you haven't turned it off now, you might, our show. But uh, this is funny. Um, but the good news is he is not blocked from Best Foods so, or Heinz at this point. So he has other options. But I if mean, they block you on social media, can you still buy Hellman's? Or does it like come up when it scans? I'm a big fan of Hellman's, though. I like One of my favorite mayos. I'd say Hellman's and Best Foods kind of tie it for me. I don't even know what Best Foods is. Oh, really? huh? No, no. Really? If you're going to be blocked by anything, be blocked by Hellman's. And yeah, hey, Thomas, if you're listening, I'd love to know. We'd all love to know why. Um, yeah, why were yeah. you blocked you by Hellman? Like, are you a miracle guy or a, a, a Duke guy? Know. Did you like start a Twitter like what? battle about mayo at some point? And we were not. What were you doing with Hellman's in the background? I don't know, Thomas. Don't be blocked by Hellman's. Please let us know how this All happens. Right. I, it almost makes me feel like I need to start checking our Twitter. Like, what kind of big food names have food brands have, have blocked us? Kraft, maybe. But the, the, yeah. Well, how, my question I had, yeah, how does he know that he got blocked by Hellman's? That that yeah, is what, even what bigger one. So check out Hellman's that day on maybe Twitter. Some... I don't think I've ever once went to a food brand on Twitter. Yeah, I mean, no. I, I don't Please, know. Thomas Kearney, let us know. Let us know what happened. You questions. got blocked from mayonnaise. Anybody has any ideas why somebody will get blocked from mayonnaise? Please let us know in the comments below. I'm sure that'll be very funny. Um, let us know why you or anybody else would be blocked from mayonnaise. Why do we think Thomas is blocked from mayonnaise? Let's figure this out. All right, so that's our social dilemma. Yeah. So now we're doing a little piece right now where we're we're talking about get to know the clowns. And we're going to do this a little bit. 
hey, this won't last long, but we do want to show things that we do outside of just horse racing. And for anybody just listening to us on Spotify, sorry, go on. You can see the clip, but we'll talk about it a little bit. And um, Tom, I don't know if you knew, Sarah and I go on ghost hunts together. We investigate like crazy places. Yep. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of weird. So I'm going to bring you a clip right now. And I want everybody to see this. Tom, you check this out. Of what happened to us when we were at the... Sorrel Weed House. Sorrel Weed House. Georgia. Yeah, Savannah, Georgia. Sorrel Weed House. And they did a live feed of us. And they told us this happened afterwards. Yes. They were doing a live feed of us doing it. And you'll see who we are. I'm the big guy in the middle. And you see Sarah in her leather jacket. There. The little girl there. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Play it, Sarah. Now, if you look, see that little dot right there, this orb? See it on the thing near the stairs, Tom? Look at it. That's just doing nothing. Bigger and no. my head. I think we need to watch that again. Tom, is that the creepiest thing ever? Like, that's not a piece of dust. Oh, wow. Enter from the window. Just kind of hovering there. Like, near the banister-ish. And then now it's flying head. What kind of hat do you have on? And that is Tom's takeaway One, of, uh, of attracting orbs, apparently. Uh, I don't know. I had a mesh hat on. I think it was a black and white. I was a moose up hat, maybe. Um, yeah. He's always in a baseball hat, so some kind of baseball hat. But yeah, so anybody out there, tell me what you think that about that. That was pretty wild. Yeah. That's pretty creepy, right? Wow. We had a lot of creepy stuff happen. Yeah, there. well, yeah, we you guys have been, been to a bunch of them. Yeah. I know you went to the one out here uh, by me in Delaware. Uh, Pete mm-hmm. Island. Um, we've done, that's, that's we've a done cool. a lot of ghost hunts. Oh, yeah, Thing kind of all, all over the place, really. Yeah. Um, came across some weird stuff, and that, that one was definitely weird. So that was off the horse racing. What's, what's, the, what's the strangest thing you've ever seen? Seen or heard? Those are two different things for me. What's the strange thing you ever heard? Like, like as in that? Because I've seen some like supernatural messed scene? up stuff. Uh, scene? Yeah. Well, not. I mean, I know the strange. I know you lived with Alex for a while. That's probably the strange thing you I ever saw. saw was when we were in Orlando, and that big giant shadow like leaned around the corner. I didn't get to see this. Randy did. And I was like walking up because they're like, "Oh, nobody goes here. Everybody's scared." And I was, you know, I'm a tough guy, so I'm like, "Yeah, I'll go." And then I look around the corner, and sure enough, like this big shadow is like eight feet tall, like looks around a corner, and that 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 was probably the scariest thing I've ever seen. And I didn't go because I'm not really a big tough guy, but I was acting like I don't. I don't know for me if I <laughs> what has been the scariest thing I've seen. Heard is a way different question. Oh, yeah, heard's been bad. Um, and there's actually one location where probably. Both of my scariest things I've heard come from, and that was the old city jail in Charleston. Oh, yeah, that was bad. Um, first, um, the first one was uh, when Randy was on the spirit box talking, and that you know, deep growl, gurgly voice you hear in horror movies that represent the devil. Randy's asking who's okay. in the room. Okay, I'll tell the story real quick. Okay. okay, so we go by this room, it's an old jail, and, and it's like a civil war jail, and there was a jail afterwards. And everything. So, like, thousands of people in this one thing. No windows in this one room. Thousands of people were there before. And I look, and I see a shadow go by. So, I'm like, what the hell is that? Because there's no light in the room. So, I go in, 
And then, so I'm in the spirit box. So we walk in the room and the room, we're just alone, like third floor, this giant old jail. And, and it says, uh, no, 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 no. It said, at first it said like, I was like, you know, whatever. It said, who are you? Or something like that. I was like, something like, who are you? Something like that. So I was like, who are you? Because I mouth off. And I did that. And it just growled and went, the devil. And I was like, oh, shit. So we kind of leave that spot. We did something um, to Randy, though. It, it, it kind of I wanted to go back. It didn't do anything to me, but I wanted to go back because I just wanted to see more. So later on, we were walking. We are in the back. We could hear people, like, working. So it was really weird. So we went in the back of this whole thing where you saw people were working. And there was nobody there. And then all of a sudden, in our ears, we heard, get out. Like right in our ear. No, they just said go. Oh, go away. Yeah, no, I think oh. they just said go. Oh, it's whatever it was. Sarah starts running down the hallway. About but something miles an hour. you cannot see tells you to go. She's running, wow. but there's stairs right. where she's running, and it's pitch dark. Oh, she jumps down, down the stairs, and I was just like, yeah, yeah, I was right in your ear. That was um, the first time I've left a place. I was like, I don't know if I could go back. Now that wow. it's been time, I would go back. But one of the scariest places was the old city jail in Charleston. We had a lot of weird stuff going on there. Cool. Yep. Cool stuff. Pretty soon we'll be able to investigate um, Santa Anita because it'll be closed and probably going to start. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Stay tuned for more ghost hunting well, stories brought to you by... We should do ghosts in like there, old but... racetracks. Old racetracks. I want to bet you some of the. I bet you there's ghosts around some of these tracks. Oh my god! Well, I mean, look at Del Mar. You you could see all the ghosts of all the old celebrities: Sinatra, Bing Crosby. I'm sure a lot of there. You know, Suffolk Downs has some Irish mob people buried there. Oh my god! Yeah. (laughs) No doubt. Yeah. There you go. So anyway, that's our. Get to know the clowns a little bit. Love it. Thanks for listening um, to that. We figure we're bringing something a little different. We are just normal people. Are we normal? You're really well, going to use the word normal? Normal people. But we oh, do yeah, other things okay. besides horse racing. <laughs> yes. But on that note. Well, on that note, thanks for watching. And, and hey, you probably just watched Off the Rail. Hey, it's the last week of Keelan, so we are... AJ and I are going to Keeneland again, trying to score that big, big, big late pick four. Uh, probably watch it just before you watch this. Yeah, and if you haven't watched it yet, make sure you watch it before it goes off so you can get all the winners. Yes. Good luck to everybody. Make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. We'll see you later. See you later, everybody.